Hello and welcome to The Strong Christian as we begin our second part of the Made Free series, this one titled Perspective. How does your perspective and the way that you witness to things in the world affect your faith life? We'll discuss that and more coming up next on The Strong Christian. These days, everybody with a smartphone is looking to charge their phone on the go. What better way to market your business than to custom brand your company logo on one of these great USB car adapters. With over 60 years of creative marketing experience, Advanced Advertising can help. Go to www.advanceadvertising.com to learn about this and other great ideas. Advanced Advertising. Don't just grow your business. Advance. Do you have comments or questions, ideas or suggestions? Contact us at ideas at thestrongchristian.info. We look forward to hearing from you. Hello everybody and welcome back to The Strong Christian. As we discuss today, perspective and how perspective affects the world, your faith life, and your relationship with God. Well, we've discussed in uh, the Made Free Free series, part one, we discussed trust as one of the blessings of freedom that God has given us. The next one today is perspective, and that perspective, another way to put it, would be freedom of thought, the ability for us to think and feel and see the world in our own unique way. There's an old saying that says, if you had a car accident and four different people saw the accident and you asked all four what they saw, you would get four unique perspectives on the accident. Each one would be a little different, but each one would also contain a little bit of the truth. You put all four together and it helps you to give get a more well-rounded understanding of what happened. That well-rounded understanding of what happened or what's happening around us is an understanding of truth, which is another thing uh, that we can gain from this freedom of thought or perspective that God has given us. There's so many ways that we can express express our perspectives in the world through art, through song, through spoken word or written word, even through our, our laws. These are all ways that we express our perspective on the world and how we approach the idea of truth. Truth is all around us. In everything, that we, in everything that we do, we see truth, we experience truth, and that's our own perspective. And when we share that, we strengthen everybody's understanding of that. One thing that's important to remember, too, is as we share in our perspectives, not only do we expose the truth more, but we also expose evil Evil has a very funny way in this world of hiding right behind the truth in some cases. Picture literally evil standing behind the truth so that you can't see it. It masks itself sometimes with what we think of as truth. But with perspective and with coming at it from several different angles, each of us with our own unique way of seeing things, we give evil no place to hide. We expose evil and Even greater than that, we expose truth, and that truth would be God's love. I'll give you a a real-world example. Take the understanding of a bad neighborhood. 
Now, if you ask someone who lives in a good neighborhood, good meaning low crime rate, a good school system, neighbors get along well with one another, not a huge drug problem, right? These type of things that we might think of as a quote-unquote good neighborhood. They, they go to church, etc., etc. If you ask somebody from a good neighborhood what their thoughts of are when they hear these stories of people coming out of a bad neighborhood, they might say, well, they're just lazy, uh, they need to get off their duff, they need to work, they, they need to uh, stop dropping out of high school, stop having kids so early, um, quit selling drugs, right? There's so many different views that they might have on a quote-unquote bad neighborhood. But if you're somebody that lives in that bad neighborhood, let's say you're a young, a young boy who's trying to do the right thing, who's going to school, who's working really hard, Maybe they live in a home with a single parent. Uh, the one parent is not in the picture. The other parent maybe is working two jobs. Maybe that other parent does have some sort of substance abuse issue. And you've got this child that's trying to just get their arms around the world to make, make the best for themselves, maybe even to make the best for their family, to help support them, protect them. And because of that, in time, and because they have no positive role models or positive perspectives to lean on begin to follow the path of least resistance but in some cases in that neighborhood the optimal results for them personally which may take them down the path of dealing drugs dropping out of school etc 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 so again you ask one person what they think who's not in that situation they think that it's all their fault, the other person's fault. They're not working hard enough. They're not doing something right. But if you ask somebody that's in that situation, they don't know what else to do. They're just trying to survive. So again, is there a right answer or a wrong answer? Yes, there is a right answer. But it's through that perspective. It's through sharing, hey, this is what we do to try to make things better, but I understand that this is why you're struggling. How can we come together to better the situation makes things better. But that's where perspective comes into play. Perspective helps us to see truth, sometimes in all of its ugly splendor, and gives us an understanding of it so that we can figure it out and we can figure out how, God love, how God's love can best shine in that environment. Perspective is our way of seeing the world from where we are at that moment in life. It allows us to teach in some cases and it allows us to learn in others. Perspective focuses our attention to a matter specific, and it challenges us to understand it. Here's a scripture reading for you. Matthew 11, verse 2 through 6. When John, and that would be John the Baptist, when John, who was in prison, heard about the deeds of the Messiah, he sent his disciples to ask him, Are you the one who is to come, or should we expect someone else? Jesus replied, Go back and report to John what you hear and see. The blind receive sight, the lame walk, those who have leprosy are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the good news is proclaimed to the poor. Blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. See, in the scripture, Jesus demonstrates the power of perspective. The question was, are you the Messiah? But Jesus doesn't say, yes, I am, or no, I'm not. He answers the question with, what do you see? Because it's your perspective that is going to drive home that message when you take it back to John. It's what's going to make it um, feel 
real. It's going to make it legitimate. You're going to take ownership in it because you saw it for yourself. You heard it for yourself. And as Jesus says in the scripture, blessed is anyone who does not stumble on account of me. He's saying, I hope that what I'm doing is right and that that people that see what I'm doing and try to follow in that don't stumble because of something I did. That they, they take my perspective for what it is and they use it to help make the world a better, a better place. Perspective is your key to, to discovering truth. And discovering truth brings you closer to being that much more free. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I've got two more scripture readings to discuss with you on Perspective here on The Strong Christian. A strong faith life, it isn't always easy. The world is full of distractions that can pull us away from knowing God's love each and every day. In my book, A Bold Faith, I highlight five key principles that can help you develop and maintain a strong and healthy faith life. A Bold Faith is available on Amazon and Lulu.com. A Bold Faith by Sean Murphy. Get your copy today. Are you on Facebook? Then become a fan of The Strong Christian. See our motivational postings and be the first to know about our upcoming podcasts. The Strong Christian on Facebook. Become a fan today. Hello and welcome back from the break as we discuss, or continue to discuss, perspective here on The Strong Christian. Well, as I promised, I have two scripture readings for you that I want to jump into right away and get into discussing because I think they're great demonstrations of perspective. The first is Mark 5, verses 1 through 22. I'm going to paraphrase it uh, so we can get to the the heart of the matter. The story here is there's a person that's been demon-possessed for a very long time, and the folks in town, they have no idea. They've, They've sent him out in the wilderness. The guy's crazy. He, they, they don't know how to deal with him. So Jesus goes out and meets with this gentleman. And the demons themselves that have possessed this guy actually are speak speak to Jesus because they know Jesus. They fear Jesus. And they say, hey, will you uh, put, send us, if you're going to force us out of this guy, put us into this group of pigs. So Jesus commands them to leave this guy. The demons go into these pigs. The pigs end up running off the side of a cliff. And uh, the demons are gone. And here is this gentleman who's been just completely possessed and has had a miserable life forever, who is now free from that burden. And um, everybody that's watching this run off and they tell other folks in the village what happened. The group comes back and they tell Jesus, you know, you would think that they would say, hey, that's amazing. I can't believe you did this. You know, I have a cousin who has a problem too. Can you help them? But they didn't. Instead, they asked Jesus to leave. They said, you need, to, you need to go, Jesus. Why? Well, I think these folks were so close to what happened. <clears throat> they were scared. They were scared of the power of Jesus, the power that he could force demons out of a person and send them uh, and command them to go into pigs. They were amazed. They might have been, or excuse me, scared. Now, they might have been scared, too, that, that Jesus might force the demons into them. They didn't want to, they were so close, they just said, you need to leave, Jesus. 
But the interesting thing is the person who had the most, uh, was the most affected by this, and that is the person that was demon-possessed, had a different perspective. And that's where we pick up is verse 18. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you, and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and all the people were amazed. Now isn't that interesting? The people that were there and who saw the miracle happen asked Jesus to leave. Yet the people who heard about it secondhand through uh, the man that had been healed were amazed. Well, why? Well, it's simple. They had different perspectives. See, when the other people asked Jesus to leave, they asked out of fear. They didn't understand what Jesus had done. They, they, they hadn't internalized it yet. They were nervous. They were scared what else Jesus might do. So they said, you just get away. Get away from us as quickly as you possibly can. But the person who had the perspective that had been blessed by Jesus was able to share a message that was completely different and was amazing to the people that he told. Because from his perspective, he told about the wonders and the joy that Jesus had brought back to his life by forcing these demons out. That's why witnessing is so important. Sharing how God has affected you is so important because it brings such a different perspective to the conversation. See, everybody's always asking for a miracle. Why doesn't God perform miracles? Well, God does perform miracles every day, but he calls upon us to share those miracles because when we share them ourselves, miracles that we've eternalized, that are personal, that mean something to us, that perspective brings a whole new light to the mercy and the love of God. The second scripture reading is John 5, 16 through 22. And it goes like this. This one, I will read the whole thing. So because Jesus was doing these things on the Sabbath, the Jewish leaders began to persecute him. In his defense, Jesus said to them, My father is always at his work to this very day, and I, too, am working. For this reason, they tried to... Uh, tried all the more to kill him. Not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. Jesus gave them this answer. Very, very truly, I tell you, the, the son can do nothing by himself. He can do only what he sees his father doing, because whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these, so that you will be amazed. Now, did you hear that word again? Amazed? For just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, even so the Son gives life to whom he is pleased to give it. Moreover, the Father judges no one, but he has entrusted all judgment to the Son. In the scripture, Jesus shares a very interesting perspective. He shares that he does not do on his own these things, but instead only models that which he sees the Father do. In this regard, Jesus himself shares that he too is a mere witness to God's faith, sharing only in the glory of God's love that he has perceived. But verse 22 lays out an interesting point that I think uh, we'll end this podcast on. To repeat verse 22, 
Moreover, the Father judges no one, but has entrusted all judgment to the Son. As we saw in the story of the demon-possessed man, perception is one thing, but the determination of what you do with those perceptions is crucial. For it's the determination that we make through our perceptions that guide us to the truth, that witness to the truth, as Jesus ultimately does make his judgments on the perceptions he makes, we, to our human level, make judgments and perce- uh, uh, determinations on the perceptions that we make. It's when we share what we've learned, what we've perceived, that's what gives more power to God's word, and it helps to illuminate the truth that is God's love. That's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you next week on... The Strong Christian.